Well, greetings. Today is the first day of 2019. It's a new start for all of us. So today, Ancient Architects put out a video about the Great Pyramid and the Emerald Tablets. And so uh, I respect Ancient Architects as a channel. They do high quality videos. Their storyboards are good. Facts usually check out. And so I just want to make this a, uh, a rational response to the Ancient Architects video that came out today on the Emerald Tablets and the Great Pyramid. Okay, so what are the Emerald Tablets? Well, they're, uh, they're part of the Hermetic tradition, so they've got some, kind of some uh, uh, you know, Hebrew Kabbalah, uh, mysterious kind of stuff that relate to the Tree of Life and a lot of different things. And they focus on transmutation, you know, how could you turn lead into gold? You know, the, the alchemists could do that stuff. And there's just a lot of religious teaching in there. Uh, ancient architects thinks the basis of all religions are somehow in this. Now, supposedly the, the emerald tablets were written by Toth, the Egyptian god, or Hermes, Hermes, the, the uh, Greek version. And then they have a 6th to 8th century Arabic uh, manifestation, which is the, the one witness we have to the emerald tablets. So the question is, this, does this 6th to 8th century Arabic translation we have or whatever, is it really go back to the original emerald tablets, if there really ever was such a thing? Well, the first thing I want to say is uh, the, the Egyptian god Toth and the Greek Hermes, you know, they're not really gods. Um, I hope you realize that. I mean, the Egyptians maybe worshipped them as gods and there was a real thing. There was some kind of reverence and maybe they got some, you know, Book of the Dead pyramid text kind of, you know, magic going. But Toth you know, was was not a god. Uh, the ancient Egyptians, like the ancient Chinese, you know, they were into a lot of ancestor worship. And sometimes you worship your ancestors and they take on proportions bigger than they were in life. So I believe uh, that, and many others do, that, that Toth and Hermes are simply uh, manifestations of a real person, Enoch, the patriarch Enoch. He was the father of metrology. He was highly skilled as an architect. He was into the healing arts. He was an incredible architect. He was, he was an incredible person. And so his fame just, you know, just rippled out there. And ultimately he got sort of solidified into Toth and Hermes, but uh, it's a real person and, and it's Enoch. So did Enoch uh, write the Emerald Tablets? Well, uh, looking at uh, a timeline I drew here real quick. So you've got Enoch before the flood and the ancient architects video does mention the flood several times. So it, it takes it as a, a real thing. So. Uh, there was a, probably a massive technology, Atlantis-like technology before the flood. So Enoch had these revelations uh, and he gives them father to son down to Noah. So Noah goes through the flood. So he comes out on the other side where there's no technology, but he has the knowledge from Enoch. And then there was a couple other times where I think technology took a bit hit, big hit because after it was developed by Noah and his sons, where there was the Tower of Babel, there was the d dividing of the earth in Peleg's day, probably massive catastrophes that led to another day crescendo of technology. But ultimately, the, the knowledge from Noah got to, from Enoch through Noah, got to Khufu, who uh, built the pyramid in the fourth dynasty, but with knowledge that came ultimately from Enoch, you know, from Toth, from, from Hermes. And then the Greeks finally took over, you know, for, uh, the Egyptians and the Romans took over. When the Romans declined, uh, Middle Ages, uh, Islam took over as basically the harbinger of culture. So these emerald tablets have this sort of 6th to 8th century, you know, Arabic stamp on them. Now the question is, did they really carry stuff from Enoch? I do believe Enoch was highly skilled and had a lot of knowledge. Are these tablets really the perfect, you know, I, I, I don't think so, but there could be some truth in them, okay? So uh, Ancient Architects says that 
the emerald tablets were discovered in the Great Greek Pyramid. They said many people believe that. I don't think many people believe that. And I, I you know, it sort of says that the Great Pyramid, the whole purpose was just to hide these tablets. The Great Pyramid has got so many profound things in it without having a little, one little writing to be. The thing as a matter of fact, legends say that, that Enoch, uh, supposedly the father of the Emerald Tablets, was going to leave a, a pillar called the Pillar of Stone, the Pillar of Enoch, that was going to contain all the knowledge that uh, the, the previous world had. So if there ever was a flood or some kind of catastrophe, it could be there. So that's supposedly what went into the Great Pyramid. That's the Pillar of Enoch. So you want to study something, you don't need the Emerald Tablets, you've got Khufu. So some of the passages from this Arabic writing, because uh, there's a lot of esoteric stuff, but a couple that ancient architects picks on. Here's one, follow the key I leave behind me. So here's Enoch speaking to us. Seek the doorway to life shall be thine, and to life shall be thine. Seek, the, uh, though in my pyramid, deep in the passage that ends in a wall. Well, first of all, we don't need this Arabic writing to know that. You wouldn't be watching Ancient Architects or probably this channel if you weren't somewhat interested in the Great Pyramid. So we know we should study the Great Pyramid. So one of the things that, uh, that could be referred to in that passage, Ancient Architects says, is the, the uh, dead-end passage, which is at the bottom of the subterranean chamber. So that could be. That could be it. Let's study that. Let's find out. Let's find out as much as we can. Let's get the Egyptian government to keep stopping us from doing that. Let's do it. The more likely candidate for the end of a, you know, a road that's in the Great Pyramid that was referred to by the Emerald Tablets is Gatenbrink's door and the special writing that's been found behind it, kind of the mysterious writing and some of the other mysteries that we, we don't have the full knowledge about because we think the Egyptian government is hiding from us all the work that they've done with robots in there. But yes, let's find out all we can. There's something there. We don't need the Emerald Tablets to tell us we should study this. Okay. Now, uh, the Great Pyramid... Obviously, as I said, it's the Pillar of Enoch. It's a repository of knowledge. So here's just a quote from the Ancient Architects video on this. Maybe the Great Pyramid is a repository of ancient knowledge, and that this knowledge isn't lost. Yeah, may, the Great Pyramid is a repository for ancient knowledge, and the knowledge isn't lost. There's so much uh, information in the Great Pyramid properly understood. We'll, we'll mention a few of those things in a little bit here. So... You know, uh, ancient architects, you're ready to believe that El Mammon found the tablets, even though there's no evidence of that, really. But, okay, you can believe that. But then you toss out the plain archaeological evidence that shows the pyramid was built by Khufu. You show this cartouche, which is in the relieving chambers above uh, the king's chamber, and then you just ca cast it off as a fake. I want to remind you, ancient architects, that John Anthony West, Robert Baval, and Graham Hancock were taken up there by Zahi Awas, and they had all written that they thought it was fakes too. And when Zahi Awas showed it to them, every one of them sort of backed off in their writing. They said, you know, okay, it looks real. It's real. So I think you should kind of think about your brothers there, you know, Robert Baval, Graham Hancock, and John Anthony West. When they saw this live, they said, you know, this is real. So this is evidence that Khufu built the Great Pyramid. I still think there's information from Enoch or the emerald tablets, if you want to call that the knowledge that comes from Enoch. I think that got to Khufu, so Khufu's people built it, but the, the amazing stuff that's in the Great Pyramid comes from, from Enoch. Then you quote this, uh, ancient architects. This is, you don't give the scripture, but this is Isaiah 19, verses 19 and 20. In that day shall there be an altar to the Lord in the midst of the land of Egypt, and a pillar at the border thereof to the Lord. And it shall be a, for a sign and for a witness unto the Lord of hosts in the land of Egypt. Interesting. The Bible talks about the Great Pyramid here. Uh, first of all, there's a conundrum. This scripture says that, uh, that, 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 that this witness, this monument that, that we're talking about in Egypt, 
which would be a witness for the Lord, it says it's at the border and the middle. How can something be at the border and at the middle at the same time? That's a conundrum. The Great Pyramid is in the middle of the land of Egypt, between Upper and Lower Egypt, and yet it's on the border. It's in Giza. Giza means border. The Great Pyramid of the border. The Great Pyramid is on the border between, you know, the fertile land of the Egypt and the desert. It's on the border, but it's also in the middle. So it's interesting, ancient architects. I want to remind you, you quoted that scripture. That scripture says that the Great Pyramid will be a sign and a witness to the Lord of hosts. So people that watch this channel know that's one of the disclaimers I've given. Don't watch this channel if you're not ready to think that there could be some stuff about the Lord of Hosts and the Great Pyramid because that scripture that you quoted, Ancient Architects, says that it's going to be about the Lord of Hosts. There are some divine revelations in the Great Pyramid. We agree with you there. Here's one. Uh, the science of gematria, which the uh, ancient Hebrew rabbis got into. Hebrew, unlike English, every letter of Hebrew has a numerical value. So when you take all the Hebrew characters in that scripture we looked at, Isaiah 19, 19, and 20, and add up their numerical value, you can see on the screen the numerical value is 5,449. And it's interesting, that's the height of the Great Pyramid in, inch, in inches. 5,449 inches. The Great Pyramid text. Interesting. Okay, so a couple bottom line things. The Great Pyramid is the Emerald Tablets. It's the, it's the revelation. Let's study the Great Pyramid. It is the Hall of Records. We don't have to find some Hall of Records. It's the Great Pyramid. It is a witness to the Lord filled with symbolism that needs to be interpreted. It's filled with things like the gravitational constant, the mean distance to the moon, the orbital velocity of the Earth. These are all things I've found that people said they found in the Great Pyramid. The orbital velocity of the solar system, the speed of light. I've read several people that have discovered the speed of light in the, uh, the, the calculations from the Great Pyramid. We've shown it, the dates for the Exodus, the birth of Christ, Buddha, Zoroaster, Krishna are there. The mass density. So the Great Pyramid's a repository of things that still need to be studied. That's why I'm encouraging people to follow this channel. If you're interested in the Great Pyramid, if you're interested in ancient Egypt, that's why we're here. Thanks for watching.